0: Watkins, co-founder of our anti-trafficking organization, Beauty for Freedom, and host of Breaking Distance, our podcast with the mission of connecting communities while igniting change. And today we are featuring an incredible company, Severa, which is a brand delivering premium essential oils to values-driven customers. While this is the best part, combating sex trafficking by providing dignified employment to survivors of sexual exploitation. I'd like to introduce our guests, Severa co-founder, Dr. Vanessa Boucher, and employee Ava. A bit of background about both. Dr. Boucher is an award-winning thought leader and scholar on the topic of human trafficking. Her published work in this arena has taken her all over the world, sharing her expertise through consulting and speaking for dozens of organizations, including the U.S. State Department, U.N. Uh, Office on Drugs and Crime, and the U.S. Agency for International Development. As a social entrepreneur, uh, she created the largest open access searchable database on human trafficking at humantraffickingdata.org, and is also the co-founder of Severa. And Ava, is an overcomer of sex trafficking who was rescued three years ago and has since been in pursuit to redeem her exploitation. She is now a salaried employee at Severa in college full-time pursuing a psychology degree, and she leads a jail outreach for a local NGO and is on the Human Trafficking Survivor Leaders Council for the state of Texas. Wow, I'm so impressed. (laughs) by you both. I want to thank you both so much for joining us today. And I would love to start with you, Dr. Boucher. If you don't mind, I'd love to know what inspired you to create Severa. And also, can you share a bit of your background and work in the anti-trafficking movement?
1: I was originally introduced to the issue of human trafficking when I was a junior in college back in 1999 um, I thought that slavery no longer existed in the world and then when I learned about human trafficking I felt like it was incumbent upon me to do something about it now that I knew that slavery still did exist in the world and so fast forward to 2017 um, at that point I was now you know a professor of political science a PhD had been getting research grants on human trafficking from the federal government and doing a variety of work in this space, really more kind of in the research scholar um, sector, as well as teaching. And I found myself teaching a study abroad. In Delhi, India, we were sitting on the floor of a medical clinic in the red light district, and I had done this many times before, but this particular day, there was one woman who was there who had never been there before, and she said, Why should I share my story with you? Why should I tell you anything about myself? You're no different than the people that come here and exploit me for my body. You're exploiting my story. And you're probably going to go home and publish some kind of book about it and make money off of the sales of that book, which makes you no different than a trafficker. And her words really resonated with me and deeply pierced my heart. And I asked her what it is that she needs. And she said very emphatically, I need dignified employment to get out of this dirty business. And I told her on that day in front of witnesses, including my students, that I was going to help her do that. And I did not think that that would lead me to start a business. I earnestly thought that there was probably an organization that already existed in Delhi that was providing vocational skills and job opportunities for women that were exiting the brothels. But after six months of really exploring every option and seemingly overturning every stone, I came up dry and I found nothing. And so um, my co-founder and I, Ushri, um, founded Severa to provide these women that were coming out of the brothels with dignified employment. And so now we are providing jobs to seven survivors in Delhi and two so far in the United States.
0: Wow, that's incredible. I, You know, when we first had our initial conversation, I just thought this is... An amazing platform. It almost seems like a nonprofit, but then you were quick to say, no, we're not a nonprofit. Right. But it is a philanthropic-hearted social entrepreneurship platform that you right. have. Right. It's more than raising funds solely to keep the business afloat. There's a reason behind the work and there's also an ideology behind why you chose essential oils. Yes. As well. There is. Um so I, I I'm so impressed with that. I, I'm so impressed with the entire vision of Severa. How would you like for this platform to affect social change or to affect positive change?
1: That is a really great question. I have to answer it on on several different levels. So I think that um at the macro level, I really am very interested in seeing Severa be a leader in how to provide sustainable living wage employment to marginalized low skill populations, um, and and so that's kind of like that's that's kind of high higher higher level. Um, because as you said, much of the work that's being done in this space, particularly providing vocational training and jobs to survivors of trafficking, as well as survivors of many other forms of exploitation or abuse um, or marginalized communities, do it in a nonprofit context, right? Um, that's been the model for years. And we're in an interesting era, I think, with the rise of the benefit corporation and b corpse, Severa is registered as a public benefit corporation. And so big picture, that's kind of a hybrid, if you will, between a for-profit, nonprofit, only in the sense that you, as a public benefit corporation, are required to take into account all of your stakeholders and not just your shareholders when making business decisions. And so that means that you have to account for your people, the planet, you know, your purpose, and then also profit. And that's really important um, for, you know, impact investors who want to come alongside Severa and corporations like Severa to say that we understand that our value proposition is more than monetary. It's value proposition that's holistic it's a holistic value proposition that pours into people as well as stewarding the planet as well as then you know having a financial gain at the end of the day as well. but understanding that that financial profit is not meant to only enrich their pockets, but to continue to cycle into the business and to cycle into continued social change at the individual level, at the organizational level, at the societal level, um, ultimately. And so that's one of the big things that I would love for Severa to do is be kind of a leader in this space of how to do this kind of business really well. And obviously, there's a lot of public benefit corporations out there. aimed at accomplishing some social mission, but not, there's not a whole lot of them out there that are specifically aimed at dignified, sustainable living wage employment. And so they have some social purpose, but their employees are still tend to be, um, let's say, you know, knowledge workers or knowledge economy workers or, um, higher skilled workers. And we're trying to do this with, you know, populations that have never really been trained in job skills before. Um, and so that's, that's one of the things that's kind of the macro level social change that I would love to see take place is more businesses kind of taking on this challenge. But then the, the, Obviously, the the more micro level change that I would love to see is really the individual lives of our employees being transformed and for them to recognize their value, not just as a worker, but as a human being, for them to gain Uh, skills that lead to accomplishment and lead to uh, confidence for them. Um, And, 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 and just to see the impact that a, that a um, restorative workplace can have in their lives. And so that's kind of the micro level that that we'd love to see. We have what we call our PIs human flourishing model at Severa, and that's our kind of theory of change around the impact that Severa is having on the lives of our employees. And so, PI stands for um, physical, intellectual, economic, and spiritual growth and development. And so, we understand that we um, need to work with our employees on each of those dimensions of their lives in order to really see holistic flourishing take place and take root in their lives. Just a, just a job is great. And many of them need just a job, but that job actually is providing so much more than just a paycheck. And so that's, that's at the micro level, that's the change that we would love to see.
0: I love that. I mean, it's people over profit. Profit is important, but that human spirit and your mission in the in the world is much bigger than just the profit. The profit comes in so many different forms, but that human connection and the ability to to help uplift, empower and create an atmosphere of hope so then that can be paid forward by your employees as well. That microcosm grows and it grows and it grows and then it affects so many people. It affects more people than you could ever imagine. One life could be a thousand lives. Yep. So I love the concept, you know, of Severa and uh, all that y'all are doing. And I thank you so much for the work that you're doing. And now I would love to speak with Ava, who can possibly also share testimony about Severa. What type of work are you currently doing with the brand and, and how do you find the experience?
2: So when I first started working with Severa, I hadn't worked a regular traditional job since I was about 15 years old. And that was, I was working at a grocery store. So still not job skills that you would think of. And so when I first started working here, it was, you know, learning how to use an email, learning how to look at a spreadsheet, learning what taxes are and why they come out of my paycheck and just very um, minimal skill things. And as I was taught how to do these things, then I started kind of um growing as I went and my responsibilities also grew. So in the beginning it was really just fulfilling orders and doing things like that and now it's really dependent day to day. Sometimes I'll be um you know doing SEOs and looking over cog analysis for our inventory or um making sales calls and and then also doing fulfillment, which I love because I get to connect with our customers like on a deeper level and and write them notes. And so, um, kind of a little bit of everything. We're a startup, so it's fun, and I thrive in that environment to be able to not have it be mundane and every single day the same. So,
1: Ava literally does everything. Actually, <laughs> my sister my sister asked me the other day. She was like, "So, Ava, she's full time, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "So, what does her day to day look like?" And I was like, "She's." literally her hands are in every aspect of the business.
0: <laughs> That's so amazing. I love it. I love the enthusiasm, you know, um, the, the pure joy that I hear in your voice when you're talking about, um, the work of Severa, you know, Ava, I would love for you to, to maybe share a bit about how working for Severa has like impacted your life.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, So before I got to Severa, as you had said, um, I'm a survivor of sex trafficking. So I was trafficked for most of my adulthood. And in that time, like cognitively, my dreams and aspirations were very small, because I didn't have the worth and value that, like, I didn't think I could achieve anything in this life. And so it was... Um, very closed minded. And once I started working here and I started to learn things, I was like, wow. And it just shifted my perspective of, I don't need to stay where I'm at. I can actually flourish and grow and do things. And the environment here is just all about empowerment. And it's all about, um, what can I, how can I help what you want to do flourish? Like Vanessa has always said to me, like, Severa is not your destination. It is your journey. Like we just want to help you get to wherever you want to go. And so when I first started working here, it showed me that I can learn things because after being exploited for so long, you're just talked down to, and you're told that you'll never amount to anything. And I was like, wait. I'm learning how to use an email. I'm learning how to use a spreadsheet, you know? And so it empowered me to be able to pursue um, a college degree. And so I got my GED and I got enrolled in college. And then I continued to learn and learn. And it was just, it it showed me that the sky is truly the limit. Got a 3.9 her
1: first year of college. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to, I always have to brag on that, you know? <laughs>
0: That's amazing. What is your message to the world about the value that overcomers can bring to society and specifically to employers?
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I am just constantly. I love the perspective that we can bring because we have really lived, you know, nine lives. When you talk with a survivor, you can tell that, like, it's not you know it's not mundane we haven't not been through anything and so we can bring completely different perspective and ideas and it's also one of those things where it's like we've been under oppression and once you crack open our voices like we will continuously talk and we will ideate and we are driven individuals and we'll just pursue excellence in everything that we do and so i mean every single day I'm just amazed by one of our employees. Her name is Ivory and she took sales and has came up with (laughs) like so many different ideations of how to do that one job. You know what I mean? And so it's like, we are brilliant people. It's just that we've been oppressed and it's not that we are any lesser than any other human. It's just that we've been victimized. And so it's like, give us a chance and we'll show you what we can really bring to the table.
0: Probably of all the questions that I was coming up for you, that to me was like the most important because even with our work at Beauty for Freedom, a lot of times when we're speaking with donors, when we're talking with like our support base, they really want to know, why are you doing this? Why is this work so important? And I think you answered that for Severa, for many nonprofits that are in the space of fighting human trafficking that's the key. That's the answer. It's like the hopes and the dreams that you have for the future and the fact that it's add water and stir instant activism, Mm. instant activist. That's who you are. You have been through this experience and you can speak to what overcoming means and your contribution, not just to Severa, but to society as a whole. I think that's so important. There's so many labels put on This or put on you or put on the, you know, the process or the situation, but we're not looking at the human being. And so I thank you so, so much for sharing, sharing that perspective. And, you know, my last question for you Is what are your hopes and dreams in life? I always say, you know, when I grow up, I want to do because I don't feel like I I I don't feel like I've grown up yet. You know, I still have a lot of growing up to do. (laughs) I do do too. Yeah. (laughs) What are your hopes and dreams?
2: Like I said, right now I'm in college, and so I want to pursue um, my psychology degree, specifically industrial organizational psychology, just because I. I've been given the opportunity to be in a very um, holistically healing and trauma informed work environment, and I, I mean, I just believe that every single person deserves that. And so, psychology for sure, and then also just research and researching the different elements of human trafficking from the trafficker to the John to the survivor and just advocating for women. I mean, something that I'm super passionate about and have been since I was rescued is that the women that are still being trafficked and still enslaved, they don't know that people outside want to help. And so it's just making sure that every single day actively in the forefront of my mind, I'm thinking of ways to try and help them and to try and let them know that there is people that care and that really genuinely just love them for no reason, you know? <laughs> so those are kind of the things and and what fuels my, you know, energy and my dreams.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for that beautiful testimony and just sharing a bit of your life and your work. And I want to thank you so much, Vanessa, as well. I would love for you to answer that same question. What are your hopes and dreams for Severa?
1: One of the things that Ava always says, actually, is she's like, you know, a trauma-informed workplace shouldn't just be where trafficking survivors may work. Like, every single workplace should be a trauma-informed workplace because every human being endures some type of trauma, and we ought to be sensitive to people's, um, you know, lived experiences, whether that's lived experience. As a trafficking survivor, a sexual assault survivor, a domestic violence survivor—I mean, any any type of you know trauma that that many of us have endured—every um, every workplace should be like that. And so it's I love I love Ava's perspective on that because we talk about um, you know in order to employ survivors of trafficking in particular, it's really important to have a trauma-informed work environment, train your employees on on how to do that, etc. But, um, but the reality is that shame on you if you feel like you can't provide a job to a trafficking survivor. Like that's on you because you haven't already cultivated a safe environment for any of your employees. If it's not safe for trafficking survivors, it's not safe for any of your employees either. <laughs> so um, I just love that perspective. But as far as COVID goes for, with respect to Severa, it's been rough. Um, And the reason it's been rough is that, you know, uh, the majority of our team is in India. And India was on lockdown for about two and a half-ish months um, in March and April last year. And so our employees were not working for that entire time. I mean, what we were able to do was say, okay, what, what can we do right now? And it turned out that we have a whole curriculum around our pies model and so they were able to work on their literacy skills their math skills um, and things like that but as far as actual production goes it was completely stagnant during that time that was a a, a a huge challenge not to mention that we had just launched our e-commerce site in September of 2019 and we were really just building momentum and then all of a sudden, everything came to a screeching halt. And um, so that was really challenging. We were still completely committed to paying every single one of our employees wages in full, even during the lockdown. Um, and then fast forward and we, India was on another lockdown um, for the last five weeks. And they just went back to work, back to the office full capacity this past Monday for the first time in five weeks. And so uh, during the COVID crisis in India, five out of the set out of the six out of the nine employees that we have there contracted COVID. We were very, very concerned for them because um, many of them do have underlying health conditions um, and autoimmune disorders and difficulties. But thankfully, they all came through it um, and we're very, very thankful for that. So, they are back in the office now. But the best way to support us is to buy our incredible products. All of our essential oils are USDA certified organic. Um, our diffuser is phenomenal, it's ceramic and it puts out this great mist um, you know, strong mist, medium mist, light mist, um, whatever you want. And just our, our products were're really aiming to be a premium social impact brand which also is kind of a hard thing to do but but finding that intersection of being like a premium brand but that has a deep social impact is also kind of a difficult space to navigate and so support us by buying our products if you buy any other company's essential oils I promise you this our oils are of equal or better value and quality and no other company has a, a social impact like we do. So you're literally directly changing the lives of trafficking survivors by buying our products. Um, my hopes and dreams for the future is that we continue to scale and that means not just scaling um, you know our financial bottom line, but our social bottom line as well. So my biggest hope and dream is to continue to see, Uh, hearts being renewed and lives being transformed. That's what I, that's, that's my mantra is lives transformed and hearts, hearts renewed, lives transformed through hearts being renewed. And just one way, one small sliver of a way that we can do that is, um, is through sustainable living wage employment in a restorative work environment. And so those are my, my, big audacious goals. And I think, I mean, so far we're off to a good start. We continue to see um, our our revenue increase quarter over quarter in 2020, even despite all of the COVID challenges. So I feel like we are onto something, but we have a long ways to go. And so um, any and all support that your listeners wanna provide us, we are all game for it.
0: <laughs> Thank you both so much for being here with us today. I'm so grateful. And this is actually our first podcast in the last few months. So we're relaunching Breaking Distance featuring Severa. So I'm so grateful to both of you Yay. for your perspectives and for your positivity and, you know, just for the work that you do. I'd like to thank Dr. Boucher and Ava for joining us today. Please support Severa by purchasing the essential oils at severa.com and we'll include all of their website links and social media links in the episode notes for this podcast. Please subscribe to Breaking Distance. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Simplecast, and on our website beautyforfreedom.org. Follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at beautyforfreedom, all spelled out, and on Twitter beauty the number 4 freedom. Stay tuned for upcoming Breaking Distance episodes. We look forward to bringing you more thought-provoking, sincere, and transparent programming soon. Breaking distance. Connecting communities. Igniting change.